Hello and welcome to Bike Tales. On the east side of Ottawa is Beechwood Village, a wide avenue populated by coffee shops, a high-end deli, restaurants, a bookstore and a supermarket. The road divides two city wards and residential districts. To the north is New Edinburgh and the affluent area of Rockcliffe Park, where many embassies have their residences. To the south is the well-established francophone community of Vanier, a popular area with families trying to get a foothold on Ottawa's rising property market. It's also my local main street, so an area I know well and regularly walk and cycle on. On paper, it looks good for cyclists. It's part of Ottawa's winter cycling network and has dedicated bike lanes with flexi posts in place during summer months. But it's still four lanes wide in places, with speeding traffic and inconsistent safety features, where the cycle lane weaves in and out of traffic, pedestrians and parked cars. One group of local cyclists who regularly use it have set out to raise awareness of its shortfalls via a Twitter account that tweets from the perspective of the road itself. The team behind the account tweet in French and English, sharing content in a non-confrontational way, flagging up problems and deficiencies in the street design. January 17, 2022. How wonderful to see so many people on my main and side streets using hashtag active transportation during a snowstorm. People strolling, parents pulling kids in sleds, skiers gliding and walkers navigating those pesky snowbanks skillfully thanks to hiking poles. Hashtag humans on Beechwood. April 25th, 2022. Give me paint. My people can do it. Add flexi posts. That's it. It's not rocket science. Waiting another year to apply changes will not protect my people biking, walking, or rolling. Time for change is now. Hashtag people of Beechwood. As a transplanted Brit who arrived in Ottawa with a beaten-down acceptance of inferior active travel infrastructure, it's accounts like these that hold up a mirror to the city's failings that have been so enlightening for me. And today I'm taking a walk with Julie and Florence, two of the three women behind the Via Beachwood Twitter account, to see some of those glaring issues that have been hiding in plain sight. At the end of Beachwood Avenue, where it meets Vanier Parkway and Crichton Street, there's a stretch of cycle lane which I've always felt uncomfortable in. It's just a few metres away from the sanctuary of the multi-use pathways along the river, so I've learned to just grin and bear it whilst nervously glancing back at my kids waiting at the lights behind me on their bikes. But it's only when we pause on this bit of the street for Julian Florence to show me it's failing that it becomes abundantly clear what the problem is. The lane here is only half the width it should be, making it impossible to keep a safe distance from cars. At some point somebody measured it at, uh, I think it's one metre here and it's 80 centimetres further up. That's insane. The back wheel of that bike, like it's about 80 centimetres at that point. Now you say it. It's very narrow. Yeah. Very narrow and it's gotten progressively narrower. People who have a cargo bike with a bin, Yes. they can't fit in there. I'd never even thought about it. But yes, I feel uncomfortable when I'm in this section, but I've never... And look at how close, like, it was a matter of also money. Well, yeah, right, you know, fire hydrant is there, blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, look at, look at my, my uh, handlebar. Like, it's taking... I don't even know. It would be nice to see my handlebars... 
are touching the curb and the painted lane. Are there legal minimums on the width for the city? Are they, do they have any standards that they have to? I think it's one meter fifty. Normally for a bike lane, it should be one meter fifty. Here, like it's what the excuse has always been: there's no room, or it would cost money to redo. See how wide the sidewalk is. Yeah. At that TMP discussion the other day, I talked about traffic evaporations, like take one car lane off. Yeah. It's a matter of priority. There's just no will at this point, right? Florence is the founder of Via Beachwood. She was born in France and learned to ride a bike on a side street at about the age of seven. She grew up in a place where the culture was less car focused and it was easy to get around on transit or by foot. Cycling has been her preferred form of transport for two decades. I bike because I'm lazy. <laughs> it's faster to bike than it is to walk. I've walked to work before, or I would bus to work and I would walk home because I, my job is a desk job and I sit all the time, so I want to be at least active. And getting places by bike or on foot is my way of hitting two birds with one stone, right? I get to exercise and I'm going places. I've biked for the last 20 years and I would never go back. I don't have a car. It's allowed me to discover places. It's allowed me to get the feel of the city. You get a sense of where you live. Like I enjoy the in-between the starting point and the end point. I look at things along the way. I discover new things all the time. Like it's an all-around positive thing for me to be biking. It's not just the speed and exercise that gets Florence out on a bike. Before this interview, we'd already met once on Beechwood when she was doing the pedal pole bike survey. And that human connectivity and opportunity to meet people in her neighbourhood has been hugely important, especially during the pandemic. I've met people, I've met Claire biking, I've met Eugenie biking, I've met Sam biking. If you're in a car, at best what you might be able to do is wave to somebody you see, but you don't look for people you know when I'm on my bike. You look for faces, you can stop, you can chit-chat. Like not so long ago, I mean so long ago, last summer... I bumped into a friend on St. Patrick. I was on my bike. She was walking. I hadn't seen her in a year and a half. We were like, you know, smack dab in the middle of the pandemic, right? And it was just like, we got to chat without our masks on because we had distances. It was actually nice. And I wouldn't have met her if I had been driving, right? Florence asked Julie to join the account too. She comes at active travel from a different angle to Florence. She's primarily a keen walker who learned to ride as a kid, had her bike adopted by her younger brother and largely stayed off two wheels as she grew up, moved to Toronto and eventually returned to Ottawa. When I moved into the Tunney's Pasture area, for some reason, and I don't know what called me, but I wanted to get a bike. And so I went to a hardware store and I bought a bike and I rode it home. And that, I think, was probably a 25-year gap, maybe a little bit more, between the last time I had ridden a bike and that time when I actually bought a bike. So, But I had to ride it back using side streets and pathways, so I was very scared. So I inched my way up to a little bit more confidence, although it's still not quite there. But that's how I made my way back to biking. Though people are often unable to pin down a specific thing in Ottawa that made them choose to ride, it's noticeable that many people I talk to say this is the first Canadian city that they've cycled in properly. 
Julie's nervousness on a bike is something she's been working to overcome. She's happiest on the NCC pathways and when cycling with a group, something she's been able to do regularly thanks to the Ottawa Bike Social, who we'll hear from later in this season. Like many women, she's nervous on the road, and so she wants changes that would help more of her gender to feel confident riding. Making the environment more welcoming to women would probably be, right off the bat, creating more paths. We need more paths because I'm thinking not only women, but women and children. There's a lot of women that cycle with their children. A family will most likely be tempted to ride on side streets or a path versus uh, on the street. So one point, like I said, would be to have just more paths. Uh, Even if the path or a connection is on a street somewhere, on a side street, but just make it uh, usable for everyone uh, and upkeep it uh, so that everybody can use it safely. A recent analysis of cycle surveys from 11 countries worldwide showed that when communities make transportation choices that successfully encourage women to ride, overall rider rates increase. So making cycling more accessible for women benefits everyone. But the team behind Via Beachwood say that cultural and urban planning issues need to be overcome first. I see two sides of things when biking as a woman. One is sometimes there are places you go and it's not well lit. Uh, So if it's not well lit and it's dark at night, like the river pathway, the uh, Rideau River, I will avoid it late at night. So lighting is an issue because if you're a woman, you're more vulnerable. And another thing I can think of right now is also I've had spats with drivers. And as a woman, I feel very vulnerable in that because when I'm trying to assert my rights and sometimes I will just gesture to say, you know, like, slow down or, you know, what are you doing? And I get yelled at. I've never been yelled at by a woman driving. It's always a man. And often enough, a younger fellow. The other day I was walking and I had that happen and I actually didn't answer back after I gestured because I'm like, this guy could get out of his car and beat the crap out of me. Despite Ottawa's success building several active travel routes, a sustainable future for the city means a big culture shift and big changes in the way City Hall prioritises the transport budget. Small advocacy groups like Via Beachwood are a vital part of that, helping communities to understand the problems under our feet and wheels and demand better from their councillors. Can the city evolve to be greener and more bike-friendly? Florence says it's time for City Hall to change its thinking. We need a massive shift in priorities. There are no issues about repaving a street, widening a street. Everything is done with drivers in mind. And I think we need to completely shift focus and make it easier, faster, better, safer to bike and walk places or take the bus as well and make it harder to drive. So we need to shift completely from a car-centric city to spending more money on cycling infrastructure, safety for pedestrians, like better quality of sidewalks, and also like convenient busing. Florence, Julie and Eugenie will continue the fight to improve their neighbourhood as many other groups across the city do the same. 
Next time on Bike Tales, we meet the volunteers helping newly arrived Ukrainians get mobile in Ottawa. Young teenage guys just about in tears. That's pretty powerful. (laughs) For more information on the surveys referenced in this episode, check out our show notes and make sure you follow this podcast in your favourite app or join our mailing list at storiesolutions.net slash biketales. Bike Tales is written, produced and presented by me, Claire Mansell, at storiesolutions.net.